25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What up? What do you want to know? Huh? I got answers. You got questions? I got answers. What do you want to know? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, in fact. Uh, Hometown heroes, your local Farm Bureau agents in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. That's Farm Bureau. I am uh, in a different Farm Bureau studio today. I'm in the one in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Sitting right across from Roger, looking him in the eye, face-to-face. we got the text line pulled up. Same thing with the phone line. It's pulled up. So you got no excuse not to be a part of this show. And we're even inviting you. We're sending a personal invitation for you to be a part of this show. All right, so there's a way for you to do it. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. That is a 601 number, 995-1059. That's the Divinity Equipment phone, Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. I went and saw Jonathan at Divinity just a little while ago and hung out with him up there at Divinity in Madison looking at mowers. Mowers. Mower? I don't even know her. <laughs> And then uh, you can also text the show, 885-ESPN, 601 number also, 885-ESPN. What I was going to say is it's different in here. In my home studio, I have one of those microphones that reaches up to your mouth from underneath. (laughs) Okay, so the arm of the mic comes in from the side, and here comes the microphone up under your mouth. I call that the Cobra mount. Right. But here in this Farm Bureau studio at the zone where Bo Bounds built on Pear Orchard, it's hanging from above. So we can blame him. It's not one of those microphones like a boxer, like in a boxing ring, that guy, you know, that pulls it down from the ceiling. It is one of those, though, but it's coming from above. And so the bill of my new cap hat from the Hale State Golf Course, Mississippi State University Golf Course, keeps bumping this thing, and so I am forced to turn my hat around backwards. So I am ready for business. I got my hat backwards. The phone line's open. Roger is answering it as we speak, and the text line is lighting up. So where do we start? You want text first, or you want phone calls first, or you want want tweeter? You want tweeter first? Look at my man. My man, Joseph McCaskill. Speaking of Farm Bureau, Joseph McCaskill, one of your hometown heroes in Hines County. Joseph McCaskill, Farm Bureau insurance agent based in Clinton, serving all of Hines County. Joseph is one of these guys that was big time. 
state championship uh, baseball player in high school at JA, and then on to Mississippi State, had a great career there at Mississippi State. And to this day, he still looks like he did when he was in college. Same hair, you know, same build. He stayed in shape. So he wouldn't fit in around here, is what I'm saying, here on this show. He would not fit in on this show. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> but anyway, Joseph, yeah, what, what am I talking about? Joseph uh, tweeted me, and he said, who's it going to be? He wants answers. He wants to know who is it going to be. Who is the coach at Mississippi State going to be? I'm going to tell you in about five minutes. But first, <laughs> let's head over to the Divinity Equipment phone line and see what Dr. Brojo has to say. What's up? Not much, Reverend White. How are you today, sir? I just took a sip of coffee. That, I have no uh, doubt from uh, High Point Roasters. Bingo! Right <laughs> boy, you're paying attention. Well, and look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yep. I poured. I made that coffee at about 4.45 a.m. I poured and it's it still hot. And it's still hot. My twelve dollar thermos brand thermos from Walmart. All right. So there's, well, I would there's say, that man, you, you you generate enough enough interest in heat that it, it probably just through metamorphosis your hand on the cup keeps it warm. You know what I'm saying? Just as um, hot takes. Yeah. Right. Well, you're laying it on thick there, sir. Lay well, it on I'm, thick. I'm, I'm trying. I got a little Joseph McCaskill story. I hadn't planned to tell this, but since you were talking about him. We were living in Centerville. I was pastoring down there and had taken the kids up for a game, baseball game. And uh, you know how catchers do. They do the long toss from mm-hmm. one side of the right. field to the other. And so I'm standing by the third base uh, dugout right there just watching them do warm-ups. And all of a sudden, I get hit in the middle of my sternum, and it drops me to the ground. Mm-hmm. Immediately, a couple people come over, and they check me out. And Strat was there at that time, so he comes over. And uh, Coach Polk comes over, and then Joseph comes over, and they apologize. I mean, I was probably 42, 43 years old. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I've never been hit like that before. <laughs> Just I'm, drop me to my knees. We're, we're laughing about it now because we can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, if it had hit me in the face, it would have killed me. It would have. <laughs> yep. What I want to know is right before that ball got released were the words, hey, watch this. Hey, y'all, watch it, this. It, it could have been. I, you know, I, uh, I don't think Joseph would do that. He's no. a good dude. But look, the reason why I called, because because I didn't know you were not in Tupelo today, mm. but I saw a picture earlier today of a little boy, and for his 10th birthday on January 8th, 1945, his mother took him to the Tupelo Hardware Company to get mm. him a birthday present. Mm-hmm. He wanted a rifle or a bicycle, but his mom said no, and she bought him a guitar. Yeah, it worked out, didn't it? And the rest is history. So <laughs> happy birthday say. to the king, man. Elvis. Happy birthday, you got Elvis. It, man. Hey, I don't know if you heard this yesterday, Rojo, but uh, you know how Facebook will remind you of things you posted three, four, five years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yesterday, my memory on Facebook was from three years ago. My daughter was five, and I just simply posted a conversation between my wife and her. And, <laughs> and, and so the conversation was this. My wife said... Hey, is today Elvis's birthday? And and my at the time five year old daughter just immediately went. I think Elvis died already. <laughs> the kids say the darndest thing. That's man. it. And she's like, well, look, hey, uh, just just one parting shot. I I I would take Sarkeesian over over Grantham. I just don't know that there's a big splash hour out there anymore, man. So I yeah. look forward to listening to the show today. Thanks, Rojo. I appreciate the phone All call. Right, buddy. Peace birth- to you. Peace to you, and happy birthday, Elvis, as well. Um. Yeah, look, 
splash higher. Um, well, Leach would be one. I want to I reiterate something I said on yesterday's show because I really, really believe this, okay? And you're not getting this take very many places, if anywhere else. So I really want you to associate it with me because <laughs> I really believe this. This, th- this, this thing of a splash hire and quote winning the press conference is a pile of you know what. <laughs> now there are these rare situations, and we just had one example of this, and it was Ole Miss, where the right name before they ever do anything can bring in ticket sales and reinvigorate a dead fan base. And do what else to expectations? And so, yeah. And so, like, if you look at Ole Miss, okay, how many years of, you know, four years? Are we talking about three or four years of of, of lack of postseason play? Two to three years of the whole probation thing having set in prior to that three or four years of investigation on the NCAA thing. The fan base at Ole Miss was completely out. They were done. It's over. If you don't do the right hire or make it some kind of hire, we're done it's, not it's going to be anymore. it's going to be record low sales record low attendance all that stuff's what they were staring at they were rock bottom so you make a quote-unquote name higher there they haven't done anything they needed it listen state is two years removed that's not a long time two years removed from making a quote-unquote splash higher winning the press conference when they hired Joe Moorhead to replace Dan Mullen, what was the talk? The all the national media, this is a great hire. Said no brainer hire. Every even Feinbaum praised it. No brainer. This is a great hire. What a job by State. What a job by John Cohen. They list off, rattle off all the things about Joe Moorhead. 2017's number one up and coming assistant in all of college football. You know the number one offensive coordinator in all of college football. This 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 this. Won the press conference. Guess what it amounted to? Not jack squat. They are not in a position where, quote-unquote, splash hire, quote-unquote, winning the press conference is a priority. And it shouldn't be. The priority is who is a coach or the coach who will take over the program immediately ramp up the strength and conditioning aspect, immediately improve the culture inside the locker room, immediately reinvigorate the toughness and physicality aspect of the program, and for all 12 games next season is going to put a whipped-into-shape, ready-to-fire team that is organized and ready to play 12 four-quarter games. Who is it? Figure it out. Find somebody who can do it. Is it somebody you've heard of? Don't care. Find somebody who can do that. Because where the rubber meets the road is when you play a game. I said it on yesterday's show. Positive momentum from winning the press conference. Okay, you know how long it lasts? Until you play the first game. Find me somebody who had positive momentum after winning a press conference who lost their first game. Now, guess what? There goes the positive momentum. 
So let's look at these things in terms of reality. Now, everybody wants to know who it is. Lots of talk about Steve Sarkeesian. We're going to talk about him today. You're starting to see people, the name Mike Leach pop up. Here's the thing about it. I haven't heard Mike Leach's name from anyone associated with the coaching search. That's just one example. Now, I've heard his name. I've heard, you know, through back channels, people say that he's interested, you know, would like to have a shot at it. But I haven't heard one person associated with the actual coaching search even mention that name. But are they telling you any names? Yeah. Okay. You got to wonder, is is it misdirection or is it? Yeah, well, the the whole thing is, again, I just think there's a, if I, you think about the way you would run the coaching search if you were running it. I think about the way I would run it if I'm running it. Keep my cards close to my yeah. best, as they say. Yeah, be very careful. If I, if it, the only way that I would, you know, confirm anybody is if in a private off the record conversation, somebody brought the name up themselves, I wouldn't even bring it up. From what you said yesterday, it seems like the more that you hear about it, the more it is probably somebody's agent <laughs> that's adding the, air to the fire there. It That stuff goes on like crazy. Yeah, I mean, it goes on like crazy. So, you know, team sites have contacts with these coaches, and you get little bits of information here and there. I just think that if the Giants hadn't hired Joe Judge, I think he'd be Mississippi State's coach right now. But state can't compete with that. You you can't compete with the New York Giants paying a guy seven million a year to be their head coach. I mean, you can't compete with that. But when did it's my under, I may be wrong on this, but it's my understanding that they did as they waited as Joe Judge and his folks are kind of waiting to see how things play out with the Giants. It never really got to a point where state could actually sit down and say, "Here's our offer. Here's what we because <laughs> you get the Giants job, you take the Giants job." But again. I could be wrong about that. Now, let's jump into some of these texts here. I'm going to lose time if I don't. The mailman in Jackson says, I would try to get Grantham as the head coach and Joe Brady as offensive coordinator. Is that, you know, possibly a reality? You know, I don't know. I think, you know, Joe Brady's 30 years old. He's up and coming. Everybody who's ever talked to him feels like he is going to be a big-time star uh, football coach, no question about that. Everybody feels that way. It's just that he has only been at the the Division One level for like less than a year, <laughs> and he's thirty years old. And he just the perception anyway on the outside is that he's just too new and too young for people to hand over their head coaching jobs to him right now. Um, we still have to see, but anyway, that's the perception on that sort of thing. Now. Grantham as head coach, I, I've always kind of felt like Grantham was somebody that they were going to talk to potentially and kind of get him in the mix, talking to him about possibly you know being a head coach. I, I've always thought that. I've never felt like Todd was, you know, the like everybody felt like it was the home run hire, like you'd talk to him first, hire him, just go home. You know, it's, And they haven't been running the search that way. A lot of people think that these coaching searches are – we zero in on number one, we chase him down, make him say yes or no, and then we zero in on number two, and then we chase him down, make him say yes or no, and then we zero in on number three. I don't see it as happening that way. I think what's happening is there are lots of meetings and lots of conversations going on simultaneously. 
to try to figure out, you know, where's the most interest on both sides, and then you get all that figured out, and then you start sitting down at the table and seeing what the realities are. Because, look, the reality is there's not just one coach out there who can do the job for you. Ghost Texter says, Matt, is the Pirates still an option? Like him uh, for being an outpost success which fits MSU, but share your thoughts, please. Um, Here's what I say about Mike Leach. One thing you don't question is the um, interest. He automatically garners interest. He's an interesting person. He's an interesting character. He's always been a good offensive coach. And some of his teams have played good defense, too. They've had some success at different places, right? Um, he had Texas Tech, the number two in the country at one point, had a lot of offense that was very notable, the way they threw the ball. Um, same thing, you know, you look at Washington State, where he's turned out one after the other, after the other, after the other NFL quarterbacks out of Washington State, including Gardner Minshew. There's no question he... You know, gets quarterbacks ready to throw the ball, that kind of thing. So it's certainly interesting. You know, the question mark is, at this point in his career, you know, why hasn't he already gotten a shot? And also, would that offensive style work in the SEC? Can you go and make that happen in the SEC? Those are just question marks. Every candidate has question marks. But do I like him? Yeah. Would it be fun? Yeah. If they hire him, let's go. I promise you this, if they hire Mike Leach, then every Monday you're going to get either a pre-recorded show or a guest host because I'm going to every press conference. (laughs) And they have their press conferences on Mondays right during the smack middle of this show. There's another vote on the text line for Mike Leach. Uh, Ghost Texter says, True State fans will be happy with whomever is hired, and only with time will it be known if he's a fit. As fans, we are not... I can't read this uh, because I can't tell what it says. Uh, We've got a typo in there. And then on the text line, Jonathan says, aren't you a little old to be wearing a backwards hat? (laughs) Yeah, somebody commented on one of my YouTube videos one time, said I was way too old to wear my hat backward. And so, like, for the next six months, all I did was ever wear my hat backward. Um, It's just comfortable. He said this fans were not ADs, like athletic directors, I think is what he meant. Okay, fans are not ADs. Right, right. Okay. I, but it separated it so I could see where he... Yeah, right. <laughs> it I looked like... Yeah. I couldn't really tell where we were going with that. And, and reading it on the fly is always dangerous, yes. right, on the radio. Ice in Rankin says, okay, Matt, is there an announcement during the 12 to 2 hour today? Are you on top of it? Can we depend on you listening and waiting? This is oh, what I can promise you, Ice, is that if something is going to break... I'm going to know about it fairly quickly. <laughs> and if it happens during this show, great. We're standing by. We've got the sounder on standby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ghost Texter says, what's up with the Olive Branch football? Another coach left. Is there a problem there? Seems like Olive Branch's head coach position should be the equivalent to Madison Central, Oak Grove, Pedal, good facility, support, and talent. Yeah. They've had their fair share of turnover over the years. There's just no question. And they always have players. It's like every year they have at least one SEC recruit, if not multiple. Has Olive Branch grown that much, the size of Madison? Oh, it's incredible. Oh, I haven't been up there in a while. DeSoto County, is, it is incredible. And Fuego. 
No doubt. They, they can't build those spec homes fast enough in DeSoto County. South Haven in that area, really all of it. All right, let's see. Bill on the text line says, Joseph coaches my son now. Great guy. You hear that, Joseph? Uh, we were, we got the story from uh, Dr. Brojo where one time during warm-ups, they accidentally hit him with a baseball at Mississippi State. Joseph says, wow, I remember that. Scared the <laughs> out of me. Glad you're okay. <laughs> John has bad luck around uh, baseball fields. One time he got hit right in the lip here, split it wide open. He just maybe stay back a little bit. Stay back. J Rock on the text line says, Hey, Matt, I never forget my wedding anniversary because we were married on Elvis's birthday. I think there's a new, might be a redneck joke in there somewhere. Hey, if you married on Elvis's birthday, <laughs> you might be a redneck. Hey, that is, no, you're a smart guy. Happy anniversary, J-Rock, to you and the missus. That's two good things happen on the 8th. Right. All right, in regards to the whole splash hire thing, QB1 says 100% agree. And even if this turns into a splash hire, it doesn't matter until they get on the field. What do you think? Who do you think that could be? That's the thing. Um, you know, right now, I don't know who it is. I don't know who the coach is. But what we're going to do is next, we're going to talk about some of these candidates that seem to be, according to the reporting, legitimate candidates still to this point. Sarkeesian, we're going to talk about him. What do you know? What do you think? If that were to progress and work out. At any rate, long way to go with you here on this Wednesday. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. I sent out a uh, a quote early this morning. It's the thing I saw. I was up early just kind of doing some reading, and I had to send this out. It's a quote. This is from a few years ago. A quote from Steve Spurrier. Spurrier said, In 12 years at Florida, I don't think we ever signed a kid from the state of Alabama. Of course, we found out later that the scholarships they were giving out at Alabama were worth a whole lot more than ours. <laughs> well, whatever do you mean? And I just had to send that out because it, you know, you, it's like a tuning fork. You're like, oh, Steve Spurrier, man. And I think my quote was that they ought to send him to SEC Media Days even in retirement. Every year, it's a part of his responsibility. Coach, you're there. Yeah, so we can interview guy. you. He loved every press conference. Oh, yeah. Loved it. On Twitter, Fletcher says, with Grantham, at least you know you will still you will have a great defense. With Sark, will you have a great offense? Maybe. Well, I don't think there are nearly as many guarantees and known quantities and stuff with a lot of these coaching candidates than, that we give them credit for. And with a lot of the great coaches around the country, teams, when they hired those guys, there's a bunch of them. Fan bases didn't like it. 
I mean, isn't the shining example, the best example we can all come up with, isn't the best one, Ed Orgeron at LSU? Whole country laughed at that. What are they doing? What are they doing? Now, I still think it was just not great money management to give Ed Orgeron the job and give him a $10 million buyout, at least according to what was reported. Because it is true that you didn't even have to give him a buyout. <laughs> just, he's like, give me the job. As one guy put it. Let's make a decision, man. We got to go. As one guy put it, he would have he would have eaten glass just to get the job. You know, you don't have to give him a $10 million buyout. Okay, there's a lot of truth in that. Um, but still, look at it now. The whole country laughed at it, point, snickered. Something tells me they won't be uh, having to buy him out for a while. <laughs> I don't think they're going to have to worry about that I now, think, are they? I think they're good. And really in large part because he transformed their offense by hiring two guys and turning it over to them. Uh, let's see here. Corey in Florence says, I'm personally against another offensive guru. That's not who State is. Physicality and toughness above all the flashiness. I think Grantham would be a good fit. We've seen it. You know, and again, if every candidate has question marks. Have they For, offered it to him yet? No. Uh, I don't think so. Interviewed him? Yeah. Mm. And with Grantham, I mean, the big question mark with him is just you haven't been a head coach. That, and he's had a couple of times where he gets emotional on the sideline during a game. Several years ago when he was at Georgia post game, he had a pushing and shoving little deal with James Franklin, who at the time was the head coach at Vanderbilt. Wow. Right. Wow is right. <laughs> you know, one of the texters was, was saying there might be some consequence for his son on the baseball t- team if they didn't, you know, that's just if they cr- expressed interest and then let it. That's not a factor at all. I didn't think it would be. None whatsoever. Um, no. I mean, they're big boys. Every, we're all big boys. Yeah. And some people were concerned, well, you know, what if he's the head football coach and you know, something doesn't goes well, go well, and he starts to get criticism, and his son is in school there. I mean, well, welcome to the real world. We deal with stuff as families. I mean, that's just not a factor in it at all. Could he do it? I think he could. He's a good football coach. Yeah, very well liked. Players like him. Guys like uh, Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat and Jonathan Abram are very much in favor of a guy right. like Grantham, you know. So, but but is he at the top of the list? I don't know. I don't think so, at least according to the reporting you know, you wouldn't think. All right, let's see. Somebody mentions uh, Jay Hobson. Jay's done a really good job at Southern Miss. And, you know, I don't know how long you have to be the head coach at Southern Miss for, with success for the Division One, not Division One. sorry, the Power Five teams to come calling and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they've been good. I, it just... I don't know. The timing doesn't seem necessarily right for somebody to swoop in there and hire him away from uh, Southern Miss. Wes on the text line here says, uh, about Sarkeesian as a head coach. He said, head coach Sarkeesian and pull Grantham back as a coordinator. Sounds good. You know, but just because you can say it doesn't mean you can do it. I mean, I know Grantham would love to get the head coaching job at State. 
I don't know that he would necessarily leave Florida to come back to state for the same position that he's got at Florida just because his son's on the baseball team. That's all I'm saying. All right, Divini Equipment phone. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, 995-1059. Clay on the phone. What's up, Clay? Matt, what's going on? Yo. No to Hobson, no to Fedora, no to Mumpkin. We don't need any of those guys. And I, the, the, the time that the, the search is taken doesn't really bother me. If Napier's turned us down, and, he, and, you know, you hear rumors, but I get that this is probably, you know, he really, he really don't want to have to compete in the SEC West. We really don't want him. Why beg him and throw more money at him if he don't want to be there? Mm-hmm. They're going to find the right guy, whether it's Grantham or Sarkeesian. I'm not I'm not a hater of Grantham. Uh, I just don't know that he's not more of Joe Lee Dunn. I mean, great coordinator, maybe not a great head coach. I don't know. I don't have a reason to think that. That's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know. Sarkeesian, hey, everybody deserves a second chance. And if he's the guy, I'm going to support him. Anybody is better than the direction we were going at this point. So if it takes him two or three more days, it just takes two or three more days to get what we may need. And, and somebody who wants to be in Starkville, let's That's say right. that. I mean, let's, let's, let's don't run out and just hire the guy. We did that with, with Moorhead. He went out and he pegged this guy and hired him right off the bat. How many interviews were made? You may be able to get that answer. We never will. So... I'd much rather it take the process take a little more time, and if people think, oh well, we got the fifth or sixth guy, it's okay because Kiffin wasn't Ole Miss's first guy, and that's a great hire for Ole Miss. I mean, as, I, as a Bulldog fan, I'm excited about their hire right now. So maybe our fifth or sixth guy will end up being an exciting hire, and it'll work out if we're at that number because none of us truly know except maybe you because you talk to people where we are in that line of offers, and you know, yeah. Where we were at. I don't know about Joe uh, uh, Judson, and I'll be. I talked to Jerry Norwood about him. I talked to Delwan Robinson about him. They all had, they both had great things to say about him as a as a teammate and what they thought. But you know, I didn't think he would be a good hire to come back. Even though my son was on the, he was the conductor on the Joe Judge train. I think. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know that it may not have been a good hire because of the recruiting side of it. He's been out of it a little bit. And I get, man, look, $7 million are coming home. Matt, who in their right mind is going to come home and turn down $7 million? Yeah, right. Well, you know, so, I mean, I don't know. Look, maybe, and maybe he's we'll groomed. Right he Judge was groomed to be an NFL coach. That's right. And I it's mean, a different deal in college. It really is a different deal when you're recruiting players versus, you know, signing free agents and drafting them. It's a totally different thing. So. Yeah, you can go out and peg a guy in the pros and go get him, and, and that that's a quick fix. In college, you got to go out and get a guy that you hope becomes a fix. That's it. So, hey, I, anyway. Clay, right, I appreciate man. the call, man. Thank you. Bye. Rolling along, whole bunch of texts, phone calls, and more coming your way. On this Wednesday, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
Right around. All right, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Somebody asked on Twitter a minute ago, Roger, they said, um, let's see, who was it here? Anthony said, Matt, are you off today? <laughs> and then Rich responded to him and said, no, he's on. I'm listening on the iHeartRadio app. Well, see, I guarantee you, Anthony's somebody who normally watches the show on the stream, probably, on either Facebook. Oh, that's right. Or Facebook. Got, yeah, your battery's dead. Well, my battery's dead on the iPad. And Working I was gonna, on that for hour two, though, right? Right. That's what I'm thinking, is we may try to get that um, blowing and going for hour two. By the way, you can also go to the zone1059.com on any device and just click the play button at the top. You don't even have to have an app. See, that's how I'm listening. Well, I say listening. I've got it going throughout the show. And I'm actually recording that audio off the stream, and that's what I'm going to send to other radio stations today yeah. um, who re-air this show. And so that's my go-to is, like, I just go to thezone1059.com, click play, and there Boom. and there I am. Yeah. And there I am. And I have some water now. I, I left all my cough drops at home. It's, I'm all out of sorts, dang it. Is that the crud still in there, man? How many I, months a, is this going on? Three? Well, it is a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still a little bit fighting that. Anyway, anyway. Nobody wants to hear yeah, that. Yeah, right. So it's like a bunch of old guys talking about it. Let's see. Sean on Twitter. By the way, on Twitter, I'm Radio Wyatt. Sean says, what is the status on Mike Leach? Is he in the mix? I think he could be a great fit. Thanks for the tweet, Sean. Jared says, if all the fans want to name Sarkeesian's defensive coordinator, not that it matters what we think, but take some time and research. Just Not just spit out the same name you see from everyone else. Give me Charlie Strong. That's what Jared says. He wants Charlie Strong. The name is a blast from the past. There was a day 10 years ago where any head coach opening popped up. Everybody went, Charlie Strong! <laughs> and... That has changed. All right. Moose says, is Will Hall too young? I mean, I mean, technically, no. You had a 32-year-old head coach, Sean McVay, take a team to the Super Bowl in the NFL last year. So what is too young? I don't know. An experience. What about that? There was another Steve Spurrier quote from back in the day. Steve Spurrier said about experience. He goes, I'm not sure that. The amount of time you've spent in the league has anything to do with how good your players play. He said coaching is coaching. Now that's Steve Spurrier talking. Can Will Hall coach? You betcha. Listen, running a program is different. If I were to make an analogy, this is one that I would make because I experienced this one. The, the biggest distance in all of college football is from the backup quarterback spot on the bench to the starter's chair by that telephone. Now, in reality, what do you it's, know about that? It's about two feet, in you know, literally. But man, is it a different deal! You go from, yeah, I'm prepared to go in there and run a series or two, wing it around. Sure, I'll show off. Ain't no big deal. To now, every week, all twelve weeks. It's all on you. Every play, every thought, every call, every check. You're the captain. They Something happens on a penalty. They come to you. Where do you want the ball? 
It's all on your shoulders. It's all your ball of wax. Now it's a totally different deal. And listen, the same is true. I heard a basketball coach use that analogy. He said the the, the biggest distance that you know the, the farthest distance in the world is from the that eighteen inches from where the assistant coach sits to where the head coach sits. <laughs> All right? It's a big deal. A lot of difference in the paycheck too. That's exactly right. All right, let's see here. What do we have? Jason on the text line says Leech equals fun to watch. Oh, okay, I see what he's saying. I got it now. He goes, I'm glad you said that. A whole bunch of MSU media acting like there are only three or four options being looked at, which would be a failure on Cohen's part, and that's true. Is, you know, unless you already have an agreement in hand, if you're doing a legitimate search, you got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of head coaches out there. It's a ton to research to figure out who would, who would like to come there who would fit the qualifications? How do you get to them? Who's available per their contracts? How many different agents do we have to talk to to figure this out? It's a lot. And he goes, Mike Leach would be fun to watch two and six SEC records. <laughs> Maybe so. Green Okra says, Hudspeth, he isn't flashy, but would be a good hire. And I really believe in Mark Hudspeth. He is a very good football coach. And he is from Mississippi and knows the lay of the land. And he knows every high school football coach, and they know him. He has had success in the past. He has turned programs around in the past. He's always built them on toughness and the weight room and physicality. He did that at Louisiana. He did, he's done that at Austin P. Uh, Mark Hudspeth is a very good coach. Tim says, Cocho and LSU hit the jackpot. Did they ever more hit the jackpot? I mean, come on. Uh, the Madison Mailman says, with no booze in the stadium, Sark could be the perfect hire. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, you know, these coaches, it's kind of like Coach Freeze and his, you know, personal issue. You know, you look at Sarkeesian and he was ousted at USC because of alcoholism, or that's the reporting, and there's been others. Those guys, that's one of the reasons that, you know, that it's such a pressure cooker is because every single little thing you go through is publicized and, you know, might, photographed and reported and everything. He might just not be able to take that or handle that much pressure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and and that's it. That's one thing that's different about being an assistant coach. You know, there was um, there there have been a lot of guys with a lot of problems over the years, but when it's a head coach, man, nobody forgets it. That's for sure. Did Bear Bryant drink and smoke a little bit? Oh yeah, he's pretty good. Pat Dye. I had a Pat Dye quote I sent out yesterday. Former Auburn coach. His quote was: "Alabama fans love Alabama football." Auburn fans love Auburn. That was his quote. And uh, I've told that story before here, but, you know, the play-by-play announcer, Dave Neal, who you hear now in ESPN games, his dad, Bob Neal, told me a story once about back in the day when he was doing SEC games for TBS back in the 80s. Bob and his broadcast partner, Tim Foley, went to an Auburn practice 
they were invited to go talk with Coach Pat Dye in his office after the Auburn practice. They went. Pat Dye said, you want some coffee? They were like, sure, sure. We're just shooting the bull, you know, get some coffee. Pat Dye says, you want your coffee fixed? He said, we were thinking, yeah, you know, cream and sugar. Put it in there. They both got their coffee from Pat Dye and took a sip. And Tim, upstanding Christian fellow, never took a sip in his life, former NFL player, health freak, goes, <laughs> He, he, didn't, he didn't understand. Fixed meant Jack Daniels. Yeah. And now we're not making light of alcoholism. Um, the smart people, they do tell you it's a disease. It's not just a proclivity. It's not just a tendency. It's an actual disease. Yeah. Chronic. And yeah, chronic. And anybody that can fight it off and move forward with their life, my hat's off to them. Thankfully, it's not something that I've ever struggled with personally but i know a lot of people do and did uh sarkeesian say it's been four years i don't know that he said that i think that's just the speculation. i think i got that from jake so yeah i don't know that he's actually talked about that mm-hmm. you know like length of time of sobriety or anything like that maybe he will at some point but well when they're quite proud of it oh sure so yeah, yeah. that's right don listen to the show in jackson on the divinity equipment phone hey don hey just wanted to make a couple of comments. Number one, uh, I'm a diehard Alabama fan, but first and foremost, I'm a conference fan. On the LSU-Clemson uh, matchup, you've got Dabo preaching to the players that they're the Rodney Dangerfield and don't get no respect. Yeah, I think it's LSU's year. To me, the $6,400 question is, if you look back to the Clemson-Ohio State game, almost every play of the second half, Clemson blipped. Hmm. If the LSU offensive line, they've had 11 days to force this out, can pick up the blitz, LSU will dominate the game. If they can't, Clemson stays in it. One more thing on LSU and Orgeron and Brady and Ensminger. Uh, great coaches, but don't forget, they had a trigger man Mm-hmm. that has not been seen in a long time. Yep. Uh, not just at LSU, but in the SEC period. Two is probably the closest, I would say. Absolutely. But uh, but uh, I, I don't know that LSU's dominance is going to be as strong. And look, I like Miles Brennan. Is he a Joe Brady? No. Uh, is the guys they've recruited or the ones they have on staff a Joe Burrow? No. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, I think it's uh, LSU's to lose, uh, and I'll be like Orgeron and close it out with, God, it's hard to say, go Tigers. <laughs> a boy, Don. You got it out. Good phone call. I tell you what, we'll start hour two, which is coming up, with I'm going to tell you who's going to win that national championship game by how much and why, and it is related to Don's call. And it's Tigers. Go Tigers. Stick around.